Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dossman. Greetings. This is Dr. Craig Dossman, and I would like to welcome you. I'm also here with Pamela Jordan. We want to encourage you to continue to send in your questions so that uh, we can share with you from our experience when you're dealing with issues that might be too tough for you to handle. At this time, we're going to just go right into our questions. I like all the financial episodes, but I need advice about other emotional problems. Can you please give me advice about depression or I don't know what it is, maybe anxiety or something? I'm feeling horrible all the time. I can't function well at work or home. I'm scared I will lose my job or lose everything. I feel like I'm losing it some days. What should I do? Is there anything that can help me? Wow. Thank you so much, uh, listener, for asking your question. You mentioned anxiety. You mentioned depression. Oftentimes, uh, depression will sneak up on you and you're not aware that it is depression. I know myself, I suffered a couple of years ago with a bout of depression. And um, I shared in one of the episodes that, you know, I end up having to go to my doctor and I confided in my doctor and shared with her you know, that I, you know, was feeling strange like you are and, you know, didn't know if it was anxiety, if it was depression or what it was, you know, it wasn't that I wanted to end my life. I just felt like I wasn't motivated to do some of the things that I know that I'm capable of doing. And so I, she gave me a survey and, you know, sure enough, I was suffering from some uh, situational uh, depression um, oftentimes that's what's happening because of COVID we're in a really chronic situation um, yes. and many of our listeners, many people are dealing with this situational depression or anxiety, you know, because you are in a situation you've never been in before. You're in a situation that's completely unknown to you. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow you may be dealing with, you know, financial, like you stated, you don't want to lose your job, you know, which is compounding, you know, uh, elements of emotion on top of each other. And so when you're dealing with depression, you really want to make sure that you have a, a support team, that you have people that you can go to. For myself, I pulled together a few of my friends and I talked to them and told them, you know, I'm dealing with um, my doctor told me I'm, I, you know, I, I'm having some signs of situation depression. Um, and I really want you guys to, you know, check on me every day, call me, you know, make sure that I'm getting out of bed make sure that I'm, you know, staying on top of the things that I need to do um, in your situation. You're still going to work every day. Uh, most likely on Zoom. Um, and I'm sure that can be depressing because you're not interacting, you know, one-on-one -on -one with people on a natural level. 
And so that can be very difficult for you. Uh, Just make sure you try to stay connected with friends and family. Make sure that you are um, reaching out to them. Share with them what you're feeling. Share with them what you're doing. Also, take a quick um, uh, survey of what's going on in your life. Um, Are you getting good sleep? You know, are you sleeping eight hours a night? You know, do you need to maybe shut the TV off at certain times so that you can make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep? Um, I shared in the podcast how essential it is before I go to bed that I literally write down everything that I need to do for the next day. Because sometimes at night, you find yourself waking up in the middle of the night like, oh, my gosh, did I forget about this? Or what about this? Or what about that? You know, do a to-do list before you go to bed. Um, So then that way you can clear your mind and that you can know what's on your schedule for the next day. And you don't have to think, oh, did I forget to do this? Or did I forget to do that? Or, you know, um, did I miss something today? If you missed it today, don't worry about it. Put it on your list for tomorrow or, you know, within a couple of days. Don't, Don't be upset if you forgot something that you were supposed to do today. It's not the end of the world. Uh, Dr. Dossman, how are some of the things? Yes, Dr. Jordan. Um, Yes, we, um, I I believe we spoke on this topic. Uh, Yes. We should have some upcoming on this topic on depression, but let me just share something also, is that to help normalize this uh, topic of depression. Uh, that right now in the United States of America, there are over 19 million uh, people who have been diagnosed with major depressive disorder. And uh, depression is what we call a mood disorder. And what I mean by using the word mood is that sometimes you have what we call a good mood or 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 are you you have a bad mood or a major depression is what we call a down mood. You're feeling down. Right. Um, uh, you may feel tired, as as Dr. Jordan shared. You might not be interested in things that you once found pleasure in. Uh, you might feel a sense of being tired all day long. Um, but I I want to say that that. Um, Everyone has what I call a de- depressive episode uh, in their lives. So, so you're not alone. You're not by yourself. I would suggest that you know you find a a therapist, uh, someone who will help you on a sliding scale to help you deal with that. Or even before going to a therapist, I would suggest you go to your a family doctor or a physician and see if there's any biological, chemical issues, medication regimen that you might need to be on to help you work your way through this difficult situation. Uh, Then normally when I also counsel people with uh, major depression, I normally tell them this simple fact. I say, when you're depressed and you're feeling down, there, there are voices, and there are, there are good voices, and there are bad voices. And oftentimes, when you're feeling depressed, 
you have voices that are bad and they're trying to tell you some negative things. Take, for instance, um, you might be in the bed and then you might hear a voice saying to you, now, you know, you tired and you know, you don't feel like getting out of bed. You know, you need to pull down them curtains and, and just stay up all by yourself. And when you hear that voice, you should jump up out of the bed and do the opposite of what it's saying to you. You need to get out. You need to get on the phone, call your girlfriend, call your boyfriend, call your friends and say, look, let's go walking. Let's go around a lake or someplace where you walk a track and, and, and let's go talk and let's, let's go talk about some things, our lives and, and goals that we have for the future. So when, when you hear these negative voices, do the opposite to encourage yourself. Now, when when you talk about dealing with depression, some of the major causes of depression are abuse. People who have been physically abused, uh, people who have been domestic abused in a domestic violence or intimate partner violence relationship. Uh, uh, if you have been sexually abused or if you have been raped or, or you, 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 you have been emotionally abused, someone's always putting you down, telling you how terrible you are and how you'll never make uh, anything in your life and just giving words that make you feel as if you're the lowest uh, creature on the face of the earth in in those negative messages and negative actions can bring on a sense of depression. Now, research share with us that the elderly are at a higher rate of depression. Right. That's why we're finding that suicide rates aren't just high among youth, but they're higher among senior citizens and right. the elderly. Uh, so that we need to watch this population and check in on them and to care for them and don't let them be isolated in the house by themselves. Get in the car, go visit them and, and just see how they're, they're doing. But, but people also experience depression when there's, there's a death or loss of a loved one. Now, all of us might have what I call just a simple depression, but it's not what I call a die diagnosable depression, like major depression. Like if you love someone and then they call you on the phone and this person was healthy and fine, your child has just been shot or there was an accident coming to the hospital. All of these kind of actions can bring on a sense of depression. But if you keep having those feelings after a longer extended period of time, then it graduates into what I call major depression. Now, uh, the major cause of this depression that we also found, found out that men are twice as likely uh, uh, to be diagnosed with depression, men. Now, you also talked about anxiety. And I think that um, to deal with anxiety, 
I think we shared with one of our our podcasts about the importance of you need to take some time out. You need to do some self-care. You need to eat a balanced meal. Your diet plays a very important part in terms of dealing with anxiety. Limit alcohol and and caffeine uh, will help minimize that. Get enough sleep, get enough exercise, do what I call deep breathing exercise where you like hold your breath and then breathe out real slow. Do some deep breathing exercise. Um, Talk to someone about your depression. And that means, you know, if it's long and extended, go to a doctor. The doctor will connect you with a therapist. And so both can receive medication and also helping you. Now, 85% of people who are depressed, Dr. Jordan, can find relief. But my concern is that when we look at all these suicides today, young people hanging themselves, uh, people jumping off bridges, the majority of them have diagnosis of depression, of major depression. And I'm always thinking of myself, you know, if they would have connected with someone, if they would have, if family members would have reached out but but those are those are some issues that uh, I think that's why I don't care too much personally about taking on too many clients that have major depression because it can take a toll on you because you're going to get that phone call that regardless of all the help and, and what you try to do, if that person, they don't stay on their medication and if they don't take care of themselves. And this is where I come back with a um with a a condemnation uh, in a sense to the church where we have failed by uh, people who have diagnosable major depression and we tell them child honey all you need to do is pray all you need to do is have faith and that just tells me immediately they don't know anything about the the biological and the chemistry and how it affects the body and the mind and the brain and how treatment, you know, is needed for these individuals. That's why I think the topic, Dr. Jordan, mental health is very important that we not only speak to the community, but we need to speak to the churches. to Look out in their audience where they have professionals who are trained in that area so they can educate the community about uh, uh, depression. You're absolutely right. Um, And I really want to encourage our listener to reach out to your family, reach out to your friends, and to begin uh, developing connections with them. Uh, Don't isolate yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. make sure that uh, you take care of yourself and that you have a source of support for yourself. Uh, seek medical um, advice as well as a therapist. Um, I know, you know, you might need to get your doctor to refer you to a therapist, but make sure that you do that because it's essential that if you have chronic depression or a more severe level of depression that you are getting the help that you need and the medication that you need. You know, you might need to be 
on some anxiety medication or some depression medication, um, you know, whether it's uh, lorazepam or, you know, one of those, um, you know, your doctor can make sure that you get to a therapist who can prescribe those things to you. I hope this helps you. Uh, Go ahead, Dr. Dossman. Absolutely. I think it's, uh, it's real important that I, as it, as I stated, Dr. Jordan, that we don't, uh, in our community, church leaders, uh, teachers, educators, that we don't minimize uh, the seriousness of depression and that people isolate themselves. Many come into uh, places of worship and uh, they're carrying a load that we don't, we have no idea of, of what they're dealing with. And that's why I think it's so important for us to check on each other. You know, there was a time where we used to, so like the old school, we'd check on each other and see mm-hmm. how we're really doing. But I guess we're, we're, we're now brought up in a society where, where we have almost been stigmatized a lie. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm fine. And you know, good and well, you're not fine. You, you're, you're not telling the truth. You're, you're not being honest man. Maybe we do that because we don't think people are really listening to us or people are willing to hear our stories. That's why I, uh, whenever I talk with my staff, I tell them that, you know, with all these tools that we use in whatever, I said, you can never take away the art of simply sitting down, closing your mouth. Don't, don't give them any assessment tools. Sit down, shut up, and listen to them. Mm-hmm. People want to talk. People want to be heard. People want to be valued. People are carrying load. And if people feel that you will listen to them, I've learned that they will talk to you. And that's why it's important for us to check in with each other and check and, and, and just see how we're doing and and not to not to make people feel bad when they talk about depression or you know, to our spiritual leaders, pastor, I'm, I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling down. Even the Bible speaks about incidents of, of, of individuals feeling depressed. And, and so we, we can't, we can't make it as if it's a lack of faith and, and you're a bad person because you're that. No, these are natural moods and natural feelings that people deal with. And sometimes uh, that depression is so horrible that the loss of a loved one, that people just can't take it. And they just decide to check themselves out and, and, and to uh, end their lives because of the pain and the hurt. And so I just think it's important for us to be ready, just like a fire department. You know, I, I went to a fire department, Dr. Jordan, and I saw how these guys get ready whenever the siren rings and they had their boots and their trousers right there. And so when the thing rings, they just get up and put their feet in there, pull up and everything. They're ready to go. And I think we have to be ready to go when people come to us with these issues and these feelings to not reject them, not to minimize them, not to say they have a lack of faith, not to say they're weak, but they're being honest and transparent. And we need to direct them to resources. And I'm sure Dr. Jordan, that's something that we can do as they communicate with us. We can share with them resources and places that they can go to get support uh, for those feelings. But 
but they're not alone. There are other people who feel like that. And when you go through a lot of things that people have to go through with this COVID and a lot of people losing their jobs and they haven't worked for a year and so and so, and you know, they these these feelings are real and we need to be aware of that, but we must be willing to also uh, react to that and to be not just reactive, but more or less proactive, proactive. so that we have services in place so that they know if I need help, I can get help. And people won't be looking at me cross-eyed, but they're saying that you're bold, you're brave. And just like if I have a toothache, I'm not going to go to a neurosurgeon. If if I have a, 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 a foot ache, I'm not going to go to a cardiologist. I'm going to go to one who specializes in those areas. And the same thing with our moods, our feelings, that when we have those issues, we have to should first go to a doctor, I would say, so the doctor could rule out any other uh, issues uh, and and then let them recommend, you know, therapy, uh, psychotherapy, some program that will help us get back on our feet. Yes, yes. And I really want to encourage all of our other listeners who are listening into our podcast today. Um, if you haven't heard from a loved one or a friend in a few days, I really want to encourage you to pick up the phone, uh, to FaceTime them, to be able to look them in the face and, uh, you know, via Zoom or FaceTime, you know, and just begin to um, uh, share with them and let them know that you love them them, that you care for them, and that you are there for them. Uh, so often, you know, we uh, get caught up in our own personal lives and what we're dealing with that we forget to re reach out to others. So make sure that you're reaching out to your friends and your loved ones and that you're staying connected so that people don't fall through the cracks who might be really hurting and in need of, of, of just someone to listen to. Well, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for all the questions that uh, you have uh, shared with us today um, and during these coming days. And we, again, we want to encourage you to, um, to write us, go onto our website, and we're going to ask Dr. Jordan to share that information as we close about how you can get in contact with us or how you can share uh, with us some concerns or even more questions that you would like to uh, have us to to uh, speak about and to give some some wisdom or some guidance and some instructions or some resources to give you support. Dr. Jordan? Yes. Um, make sure that if you are on Instagram or Facebook that you go on to our Facebook page or our Instagram page, Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. And you can DM us or uh, instant message us and any of your questions right there on our Facebook page in our Facebook group. You can just write your questions right there on the page and we can begin to uh, respond back to you immediately as well as create a podcast around it as we've done today. Also, we have, for those of you who are not on social media, which I know there's several of you out there who are not, uh, make sure that you call us on our phone line, area code 415-690-8600. 
8605. I'm sorry. That's 415-690-8605. And feel free to call that number. Uh, Leave your questions or your concerns on that number. And uh, we will once again create a podcast around those uh, questions and concerns that you have. We'd like to thank you again for listening. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.